When it comes to procrastination, for most people, the hardest part is getting started. But after that, it's just like the laws of physics say, a body in motion stays in motion. Welcome to Supreme Lessons, the number one podcast about the art and science of education. I'm your host, Giovanni, and every week we'll be delving into education reform, the most effective learning techniques, and the research that drives it all. Join us as we expose the keys to unlocking genius one episode at a time, here on Supreme Lessons. Today I want to talk about studying. But since studying is such a complex topic, I've decided to make this a series focusing on the three main components of studying. Time, productivity, and memory. Time is an equal opportunity employer. Each human being has the exact same number of hours and minutes every day. Rich people can't buy more hours, scientists can't invent new minutes, and you can't save time to spend on another day. Even so, time is amazingly fair and forgiving. No matter how much time you wasted in the past, you can still have an entire tomorrow. In my personal opinion, I feel that procrastination is the greatest thief of success. The good news is you can stop procrastination at its root with the way that you think because procrastination is all mental. The best way to get past mentally paralyzing yourself is by first admitting that you don't want to do something. It doesn't matter why not. It only matters that you're first honest with yourself so that you don't end up psyching yourself out with meaningless side activities to avoid the real work. After admitting your unwillingness to complete a task, take a deep breath, close your eyes, and say these words. I can do things that I don't feel like doing. This is called mood-independent behavior, which is acknowledging that a heavy barbell looks like a lot of work, and coming to the realization that lifting that weight is the only thing that will get you the body and strength that you want. Too much of what we do is linked to how we feel. Relinquish the need to feel emotionally motivated in order to complete a task and you'll instantly become more productive. Another interesting observation is that completing the task has a greater positive emotional impact than avoiding it. Whenever I start contemplating putting work off, I remind myself that simply doing the work is the goal, which in turn gives me a huge sense of confidence and accomplishment each day. Ever decided to get down to work only to find yourself overwhelmed by how messy and inconvenient your workspace is? As a person with a severe attention deficit, this used to happen to me all the time. Then I was introduced to mise en place. Mise en place is a French term that loosely translates to setting things in place or getting established. The principles of mise en place have been popularized by top chefs around the world as a guideline for running their kitchen. The four principles of mise en place are know your recipe, prepare your ingredients, arrange your ingredients, and prepare your workstation. Here's what that looks like for a person studying. Know what material you want to focus on. This includes subject and lesson. Know what materials to use. Are you going to use a textbook, a laptop, a pen, paper? Next, arrange your materials. This includes bookmarking a chapter, highlighting key terms, and taking notes on main ideas. After that, prepare your space. Turn your phone on silent. Have a snack and a drink nearby. 
and find a comfortable, clean place to work in. Lastly, only have the materials you need to complete the task. It's been said that for every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned. Now let's talk about... Um... Alright. Now let's talk about... <clears throat> okay then. Now let's talk about this... <sighs> now let's talk about the... Wait. What was it I was about to say? Man, getting distracted sucks. Sometimes it feels like the smallest things disrupt our flow. And getting back on track feels impossible. A study from the University of California at Irvine found that it could take a person up to 23 minutes to get back on track after an interruption. And that's assuming no other disruptions pop up during that time. Although there are many different kinds of distractions, distractions typically fall into two main categories, internal triggers and external triggers. Internal triggers are uncomfortable feelings and racing thoughts that generate an emotional grab for relief. External triggers are sights, sounds, smells, and sensations that break concentration and rob us of our focus. Now here are three things you can do to increase your focus. Keep a sticky note around to write down your thoughts. Nothing hurts worse than having a great idea or solving a problem you've been thinking about and then forgetting it. Being able to write down ideas as they come to you eliminates anxiety and reduces the likelihood that you get off task because you can return back to your eureka moment on paper later on. Another thing you can do is to create a mitigation period. Sometimes you just need a few moments to process an idea before you can let it go. Instead of making an impulsive decision as soon as something crosses my mind, I count to 20. When I'm done, I think more clearly and the intense feeling to act immediately dissipates. Whew. Another distraction avoided. The final tip I have on increasing focus is learning how to manage boredom. I know this one sounds a little strange, but there are two problems with always looking to escape boredom. One, you're constantly exposing yourself to stimuli without giving your brain a break, which can be exhausting and bad for your brain. And two, boredom is also the breeding ground for distraction. Learning how to deal with boredom while increasing focus is best done by practicing mindfulness. Monitor your thoughts. Don't interact with them. Just observe. Avoid time traveling. When boredom strikes, we're prone to wander. We begin to think about the future or dwell on the past. But this takes you away from the moment and the task at hand. Stay mindful. Stay present. Okay, that was a lot of information. So let's just recap with a few final notes. First, to help avoid procrastination, be more practical about how much time something will actually take to complete. Many times we overestimate how time-consuming a task is, which makes it easier to justify putting the important work off until later. Next, planning always beats panicking. Manage your environment to maximize efficiency, and you'll set yourself on the path to least resistance, which leads to more productivity. Lastly, distractions are infinite, but your time and focus are not. 
Treat your attention like your last $5 and hold on to it tightly if you want to increase productivity. It's also important to mention that you won't always be able to control the source of a distraction. Many times you'll have to instead strengthen your focus. After all, the only true control is self-control. If you ever feel procrastination sneaking up on you, just remember what Picasso said. Only put off till tomorrow what you are willing to die leaving undone. Well, that's my time. Thanks for joining me today. Got a topic you want me to cover next? Email your request to ask at supremelessons.com. I would love to hear from you. Don't forget to check out our other episodes. New segments drop every Tuesday. Supreme Lessons is powered by Bando LLC and produced and edited by yours truly. See you next time. Peace.